I want to talk to you about kingdom hope. We've been in this series called The Kingdom. And how many of you know there's kingdom hope, right? And uh, what is hope? Hope is believing that God has better days for my life and my future. I don't know if you realize this or not, but if you're still alive, God has hope for you. Amen? I mean, listen, you never run out of the privilege of having hope whenever you're part of the kingdom of God. You know, hope, regardless of what I see going around me, what we're dealing with, I know that better days are yet ahead. Amen. And so hope is believing that God is going to get me through whatever I'm going through. He's going to make a way. Amen. And I want to encourage you with that today, that the God that you serve, he hasn't fallen asleep. He has, he's not oblivious to what we're dealing with in our life. He knows exactly what we're going through and he wants to give us hope. Amen. And so, you know, the reality of Christmas is all about hope. In Isaiah chapter 9 in verse 6, it says this, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of heaven's armies will make this happen. You know, this is a prophecy that was given by the prophet Isaiah many, many years before Jesus was ever born. It was a promise. And it reminds us that hope came into the world in the form of a special child in Bethlehem called Jesus. Amen. Isaiah chapter 7 in verse 14 says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Amen? Emmanuel means that we're never going to be alone. We're never going to have to go through life and have to go through it by ourselves. God is with us. Amen. Can you receive that today? Emmanuel means that God's spirit is with us. We can expect supernatural strength, supernatural comfort and peace, and we can expect the strength of the Lord to be with us despite what we go through. You know, as Christians, it's not that we don't go through anything, but whatever we go through, we're not going to go through it alone. The Lord is going to be with us and he's going to help us to get through what we're going through. Amen. And so Emmanuel, we can be hopeful that even during the darkest times and seasons of life, that God is going to be with us. You remember the, the uh, dark season the disciples went through, uh, you know, whenever they were following Jesus. And you remember Jesus uh, informed them that he was going to be martyred. He was going to be crucified. And of course, it was a very dark time in the disciples' life as he began to unfold God's purpose for his life. And he said, guys, I'm not going to be here forever. I'm going to be crucified. And in fact, in Matthew 26, 2, he said, he said, I will be, be, I will be betrayed and crucified. And so whenever the disciples heard this, imagine how they felt. They were getting ready to lose their best friend. Have you ever lost your best friend? That's what exactly what was going to be, happen to the disciples. They were about to lose their security. All of their security was in following Jesus. 
And then all of a sudden, he's saying he's gone. They were about to experience the greatest loss of their life. You know, we just read that when Jesus said, I'm going to be crucified, and we think nothing of it. But put yourself in the disciples' shoes for just a moment. Put yourself in their shoes when Jesus said, I'm going. The disciples had to be feeling very, very hopeless. You ever felt hopeless? In John chapter 14, Jesus offers them hope. And he tells them this. He says, don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you may also be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. And Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going and how do we know the way? And Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth and the life. And no one comes to the father except through me. Now, Jesus offered the disciples hope with these words in the midst of the darkest time of their life. And he wants to bring us hope regardless of what we go through in life. Amen. And and I believe that he has hope for you. Have you ever gone through a dark time in your life? You might be going through a dark time right now. You lost a, a close family member and Christmas time reminds you of it. Or maybe you're experiencing tremendous fear about the uncertainty of our, of our future. Many people are feeling very hopeless right now. Do you know that? In fact, you know, here's some realities of the, the COVID pandemic. Do you know that financial stress and strain is at an all-time high in people's lives right now? It might not be for you, but for many people around you, they're experiencing stress right now. Fear and anxiety is is through the roof. It's gripped many people, and they're just really concerned about their future and and what the future is going to hold. You know, uh, domestic violence is going up, and and, uh, marital tension has increased tremendously, all because of the tension that we're in. Drug Drug and alcohol abuse is going through the roof. Depression and suicide is on the rise. All of these are signs that people are feeling very hopeless and helpless during this time. But listen, Christmas reminds us that we can have hope despite the deepest, darkest times that we go through in life. Amen? And so I don't know, maybe you're not in a deep, dark hole right now. You're not going through a great uh, trial, tribulation. But listen, sooner or later, you are going to go through something where you're going to need be, you're going to need to be reminded that our God is a God of hope. Amen. As a kingdom dweller, you can have kingdom hope. Amen. Now in John 14, Jesus brings us hope in three ways. Number one, he brings us hope by showing us the way. He said, I am the way. Have you ever felt so lost in life? You didn't know the way. You didn't know where you were going, what you were going to do. Have you ever been that way? Most of us have felt that way at some point. Were you feeling lost in life? Where you don't know where to begin. You don't know where to go. You don't know what to do. You don't know whether to just wait. You don't know whether to take steps. You don't know where to go. I've been lost in life. I've been through that. And listen, whenever you're lost, I don't know if you've ever been in the woods and gotten lost. 
I mean, one time I experienced this uh, going in the woods with some friends and, and we're just kind of not worried about where we're going. And all of a sudden we say, hey, man, it's time to get back. And then all of a sudden we figure out, wait, where where is out? All you see is trees around you. And you don't know which way to go. They were, there's a story of three guys. They were in, in, nor, in the northern parts of the country and they were deep in the woods and, and they were just, they were just, uh, you know, venturing out and just, just exploring the woods. And they went out for about 30, 40, 50 minutes out. And the, one of the guys said, Hey man, it's time to get back. And so they said, Okay, let's get back. And so there were three guys and one guy says, This is the way that's back. And the guy said, no, no, man, that's not the way. It's this way. And the third guy said, no, it's not that way. It's that way. So they decided, well, we're going to listen to one of the guys. 30 minutes going that way. And they came across the stream and they said, wait a minute. We never crossed the stream. This is not the way out. We need to go back the other way. It took them 30 minutes to get back where they were. And then they went another 30 minutes in the other direction, only to find that that wasn't the right way either. I don't know if you've ever been lost in the woods but it's a very panicky feeling. And you know, they got wild animals in the woods and it's getting nightfall and they're saying, man, listen, what are we going to do? If we spend the night here, our lives are in danger. What are we going to do? And so they finally got back to where they were starting and, and they just begin to, to just call out to God and say, God, would you help us out of the woods? And one of the guys remembered in his backpack, he had a compass and he pulled out his compass and there was just enough light for him to see where true north was. And they, they knew that out of the woods was true north. And they followed the campus right out of the woods. You know, the reality is, I don't know if you've ever been through this, but you can go through enough trials and tribulations in life. You can feel like one of those three guys lost in the woods. But I want you to know that no matter how dark and deep and lost you may feel. The Lord will help you find the way. He'll help you come out of the woods. He is the way. Amen. And this is what Isaiah 58 and 11 says. The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you're dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. Here's God's promise. In life, sometimes you feel lost, but God's promise is he's going to help you get out. Amen. Come on. How many of you receive that this today? You're going to get out of what you're going through. Now, now here's the second way Jesus brings us hope. Same hope he gave the disciples. He brings us hope by giving us the truth. Have you ever asked somebody for counsel or advice and they gave you the wrong counsel and the wrong advice? In fact, they may have lied to you. Ever been there? Well, I think we've all been there, right? But the Bible says that Jesus said, I am the way and the, he's the truth. You know, bad advice can ruin your life. Bad counsel can ruin your life. You got to be careful who you listen to. Have you ever believed something said, believe something about yourself? that you later found out was a lie? Satan is a liar. And he will lie to you. And the problem with Satan's lies, it will hold you in bondage. And it will rob you of God's blessings in your life. 
Amen? In John 8, 44, the scripture says that that's his nature and his character. When he lies, it is consistent with his character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Now, here's what we need to remember about Satan's lies. Satan wants us to believe that God doesn't love us and that he could care less about what we're going through. How many of you know that's a lie? Satan wants us to believe that we'll never be good enough. We don't deserve God's blessings in our life. How many of you know that's a lie? Satan wants us to believe that life will never get better. There is no hope for us in the future. How many of you know that is a lie? He's a liar, my friends. And Jesus said, this is the hope of Christmas. I've come that you might know the way, but you will also know the truth. And you will know the truth. John 8, 32 says you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Amen. You know, listen, there was a time in my life when I believed so many of the lies of the enemy. So many of them, you know, like I believe that God didn't love me and he didn't care about me. I, I believe that that I wasn't good enough. I didn't deserve God's blessings in my life. You ever felt that way? You know, it's like, no, I've done too many bad things. There was a time in my life where I believe that my life was just never going to get better. This is all I could expect in life. And I might as well just get used to life the way that it is. How many of you know that's a lie? Then I encountered hope and I encountered the truth of the gospel and it changed my life. Jesus said, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And whom the son sets free is free indeed. Amen. You know, you've heard me say this, but around Christmas time was the worst time of year for me because of all the lies the enemy told me. But I want you to know that at 22 years of age, a few years ago, I learned about the truth. The truth set me free and bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. I've enjoyed the freedom of the Lord and he wants you to enjoy freedom. Amen. The third way Jesus brings us hope is he brings us hope by giving us life. That's what he said in John 14, 6. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You know the word life there, zoe, means a life that is filled with vitality and a zest for living. It's a life that is filled with passion and excitement and joy and strength. And listen, we need to hear this today. More than ever, we've been through a dark year. We've been through 2020 COVID pandemic and, and all sorts of other things. And listen, if you stay glued to the TV and listen to what all the naysayers and all that, that baloney is out there, you're going to make a baloney sandwich and you're going to be depressed. Amen. But if you will get your nose in the, in the book and listen to the words of life and tune in and power in to the spirit of life, God will give you his life-giving spirit and you're not going to be discouraged. You're going to be full of enthusiasm, excitement, and joy and power in the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm trying to encourage somebody in here. There's somebody out there that is listening. Amen. Zoe life, the kind of life that God offers us at Christmas is the kind of life that wants to get up in the morning, wants to face another day. Amen. 
And that's the kind of life God has for you. In fact, John 10, 10 says, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I've come that you might have life and have it abundantly. Amen. Now, here's the comparison. The devil wants you to be defeated and struggle your entire life. The devil wants you to be sick, depressed, discouraged, and down in the dumps and miserable. The devil wants you to feel hopeless and helpless in this life. But God wants you to experience abundant life. I've come, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I've come that you might have abundant life. i tell you what that means. That means you have enough life inside of you that you can encourage people around you. Amen. Instead of bringing people down, you're going to bring people up. Why? Because you're so full of the Zoe of God, the life of God. Amen. And he wants you to be an encourager to those around you. That's the hope of Christmas. Christmas reminds us that we have hope. Amen? And so can I encourage you? The Lord is going to help you get through every difficulty and challenge you face in life. He's going to help you get through. See, the enemy wants to bring you down. God wants to bring you up. The enemy wants to kill you. God wants you to have life. Amen? And so listen, as a kingdom recipient and inheritor, if you're part of the kingdom of God, you're not of the kingdoms of this world. The kingdoms of this world have a, have a, a dire, uh, have a dire report for you. But God's report, Christmas time, reminds us that God sent us a savior, that he sent us a king, that he sent us the, the, the Lord of lords and the prince of peace and the wonderful counsel and the great I am. Christmas is not about just opening gifts under the Christmas tree. Christmas is about the greatest gift ever giving, and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Here's, here's why we can have such great hope this Christmas. God made a way for us to have a Savior. And that's what he said in, Ma in Matthew 120. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. The greatest gift anyone could ever receive is to be forgiven of your sins. You realize that the reason why we walk in spiritual darkness is because we're trapped in sin. Jesus came to liberate us from the power of sin. The way you get set free from the power of sin is through the forgiveness of Jesus Christ. God knew that we would be lost in a dark world and we would need to be liberated from the power of sin. And he sent us God in fleshly form called Jesus. Emmanuel, God is with us. Amen. The greatest Christmas you could ever have is to be released from your sin. Amen. He made a way. The Bible tells us that we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Every one of us. None of us have been perfect. All of us have crossed the line. All of us have missed the mark, which puts us in spiritual darkness. But then God sent us a Savior. Amen? Somebody said, if our greatest need would have been information, God would have sent us an educator. If our greatest need would have been technology, God would have sent us a scientist. If our greatest need had been money, God would have sent us an economist. If our greatest need had been pleasure, God would have sent us an entertainer. But our greatest need was forgiveness. 
So God sent us a Savior. Amen? A Savior. The good news is we can be saved from our sin. Now listen, there are many years that I went to church around Christmas time, and I missed the whole message. And I stayed in darkness. I stayed in my sin. But then finally, revelation came, light came on. That it's not just good enough to go to church. You got to be saved. You got to be born again. You got to ask the Lord to forgive your sins. That's how you come out of the bondage of sin. I want to pray for you today. I don't know if you've ever taken that step, but would you just bow your head with me right now and, and give everybody else just the, the privilege of just being able to just respond to God's dealing with their heart. If you hear today and you say, Todd, would you pray for me? Because I don't know that I've truly found the way, that I really know the truth, and I've experienced that abundant life you're talking about. But today, I want to tap into that. Would you pray for me? I'm ready to surrender my life. I'm ready to turn over the control of my life to Him. If that's you today, He's offering you the greatest gift you could ever have, and that's forgiveness. If you are wanting that gift that God gave us through Jesus Christ, just lift your hand and just say, Todd, would you pray for me? Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I see your hand. Anybody, just hold your hand up. I see your hand, ma'am. Thank you. Right over here. I see your hand, sir. Right back here. I see your hand. Back here. I see your hand. Right over here. I see your hand. Thank you so much. Right here. I see your hand. This is your day. Right over here. This is your, I see your hands. I see your hands right here. We're going to pray a family prayer. We're going to pray together. I see your hands right here in the middle. Let's pray together and just, just pray it from your heart and just sincerely just talk to God right now and say, Lord Jesus, come on, let's pray together. Lord Jesus, thank you for the gift of salvation. Lord, I know I've sinned. I've sinned against you, but I believe, I believe that you forgive and I'm asking you to forgive me of my every sin today. Thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness. Thank you for cleansing me. I surrender to you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for giving me a fresh start and for giving me hope this Christmas season. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen and amen. Amen. You know, the wonderful gift of salvation is the gift that continues to give all through eternity. Amen. Listen, if you just raised your hand and said, I give my life to the Lord. There's a card in the pew that says, I made a decision. I encourage you to take that card. Take just three seconds to fill it out. Bring it to the lobby. We have a Bible for you if you need one. We have some material just to get you help, help you get started in the greatest adventure that you could ever be in. And it's the gift of salvation that God gives us. Amen. I don't know how you feel today, but I hope you're encouraged today that God's spirit that parted the Red Sea, that raises the dead is here, and he wants to give you hope today. Amen. Now, the second reason we can all have hope, not that just our sins could be forgiven, but number two, we can be set free from spiritual darkness of the world and of our enemy. Amen. You could be set free today. John 12, 46 says this, I have come as a light to shine in the dark world 
so that all who put their trust in me will no longer wander in darkness. 2020 has been a a year of darkness. You don't have to wander in darkness because COVID is going on. You don't have to wander in darkness because things around us seem bleak. You can have the light of life. You can walk in the light as he is in the light and he'll show you the path to walk in. Amen? Amen. One of the symbols of life in the Bible is the candle. A lighted candle represents a life that has been changed by the power and the presence of God. You remember in the temple, they had the menorah. Remember the menorah? It was a candle. It was a perpetual light that shined in the temple. And that's the kind of light that the Lord wants to give us. Amen? You should have gotten a candle when you came in today. And when we're getting ready to light our candle, and I want you to think about it, that as a child of God, His presence is in you. God is with us. Maybe to personalize it, you could say, God is with me. Can you say that? God is with me. You're not by yourself. You're not alone. The light of Jesus Christ is in you. Amen. Now I'm going to light my candle here and, and we're going to just uh, light our candles and we're just going to, they're going to lead us in, in worship as we just let our light shine. Amen. and let's sing it together.
hold our candles here. Just look around the room, and it's just, it's just a great, great witness of the lives that have been lit by the presence of a living God. Amen? And uh, this, at the end of uh, this 2020, we're believing God is going to give us a banner year next year. He's got great days ahead for us. Amen. And I want you to know that the light of Jesus reminds us there is no hurt that God can't heal. Amen. There is no discouragement that you go through that God can encourage you through. Listen, you might be dealing with some relational uh, conflict right now. God can heal your relationships. I want you to be hopeful today that the God that you serve, the hope that came at Christmas time is, is, is here available for us. If we'll just put our faith and trust in the Lord, he's going to help us get through what we're going through and we'll continue to be a bright light as we move forward in the next year. Amen. Let's pray together. Father, I pray for every person in this room. And Lord, I thank you and I praise you that the blessing of the Lord, the favor of the Lord is upon your people today. I declare that we're being delivered from the lies of the enemy. We're, Lord, we're delivered from the oppression of the enemy. We will not live in darkness. We'll not wander as lost children, but we'll walk in the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord God, for infusing every person in in this room and that are watching online. Lord, may they be encouraged. May they be strengthened at the hope that we have at Christmas time. Emmanuel, God is with us. Thank you, Father, for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas, everybody. God bless you. Have a great Christmas season. Amen. You can blow your candle out now. Have a great Christmas.